Welcome, you found Annunciation Parish in real life, the weekly podcast of Annunciation Parish in Evansville, Indiana. Welcome to our podcast for March 10th, 2021. This is Father Alex with the Signs of Life at Annunciation Parish. First of all, I'm so sorry that we had to skip a week last week. I hope you all survived without a new episode, but we'll try to make up for it today with a great conversation with Barney Reedford. It's been a real joy uh, to see so many people taking advantage of the opportunity for prayer on Wednesday evenings at Christ the King Church. I've been calling it a spa night for the soul. It's really been great. We have adoration beginning at 5.30 p.m., along with confessions, then following benediction at 6.30 p.m., we pray the Stations of the Cross. It's been a nice kind of oasis in the middle of the week to spend some time in silence and to put ourselves in the presence of Christ. So if you haven't joined us, there's plenty of space for you. Uh, We've started looking ahead to Easter and are making plans for liturgies that can accommodate as many people as want to come. Uh, We will not be doing these liturgies in the gymnasium. Uh, We did this with Christmas, and it it worked out fine, but there's something about these triduum liturgies that just carry a a very sacred tone that feels strange outside of the church building. So uh, just be aware that that's happening, and we're working on those schedules, so keep your eyes peeled for that schedule, and please know that uh, we want you there to celebrate these holiest days of the year with us. Just a reminder that if you've been doing the consecration to St. Joseph, your consecration day is next Friday, March 19th, if you're doing it along the same schedule as we proposed at the parish. I I don't know about you, but I've found these days of preparation to be really, really beautiful. And I've talked to several parishioners who have, have really enjoyed the book by Father Calloway. Uh, please know that you can do that consecration any time of the year. It's always encouraged to um, to do the consecration itself on a feast of St. Joseph. So you can just find the feast and count back 33 days to start the preparation. Uh, the next feast of St. Joseph pops up on May 1st. So you can uh, do the math for those days. There are the, uh, you know, these are the kinds of things that help us to take a step in faith. And so I... Um, I hope you'll consider doing that during this year of St. Joseph. Also, a a quick note that our Sunday 11 a.m. Mass is now being hosted on our parish YouTube page instead of my my personal YouTube account. Um, There's a link in the description below that you can use to to subscribe to that account to make sure that you don't miss anything. If you watch it on our parish website, uh, nothing really changes, but if you watch it through YouTube, you'll want to subscribe to our uh, parish YouTube site. Finally, a big congratulations to our young people who received the Sacrament of Confirmation this past weekend. We are certainly praying uh, for them that they can live out the gifts of the Holy Spirit and continue on this path of being missionary disciples as we are all called to be. And that's the real life of Annunciation Parish. Well, I am happy to, to welcome Mr. Reedford onto our podcast today. Uh, it's good to have you. Uh, thanks, for, thanks for your willingness. I just 
caught you this morning and, and pulled you into this. I hope uh, uh, I'm grateful for you to uh, agree to do it. Thank you, Father. Yeah. So, uh, first of all, help me understand this. Is it Barney or Bernie or Bernard or Ber- Bar- Bernard? Well, my given name was Bernard. Bernard, okay. And, and, but when I was in high school, I, or maybe even grade school, I'd been the eighth grade, grade school, I picked up the name of Barney. And, Barney, okay. And if everybody in Hopstock knew me as Barney. Yeah. So. <laughs> nice. So let it be known out there, everybody. His name is Barney. Call him Barney, not Bernie, not Barnard. <laughs> well, nice. So, so you grew? Did you grow up in in Hobstock? Pretty, yeah, pretty well. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. One okay. of Father Lindar's boys. Oh yeah, nice, nice. <laughs> he nice. was there for fifty years. Fifty. Wow, that's unbelievable. <laughs> that's right. Those he went. The... He, he went there on a temporary assignment and <laughs> stayed for fifty years. I suppose it's still temporary, but uh... <laughs> I guess. <so. laughs> <laughs> nice. How how many brothers and sisters did you have? I had five sisters and a brother. One brother. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Nice. <laughs> and then you, um, so you you got married. Yes. Uh huh. Yes. Okay. I uh, I met a girl. She was she came over from Harrisburg, Illinois. Okay. And uh, she was here over here in uh, St. Mary's School of Nursing. Okay. Well. Yeah. Regina. And, yes. Uh huh. Regina. Yeah. 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 And how long were you two married? Well, we got married in 59, and, and she died in 13, and so uh, wow. I think 54 years. Yeah. Wow, 54 years. Yeah. Uh, she died. She, I always thought she died young. You know, she was 77. I thought Yeah. I thought she'd live a lot longer than that. Yeah. I, thought, I really thought she'd outlive me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she was such a great woman. I, I It was one of the first funerals I had when yes. I, when uh, I you came just, here. You just came into the parish when she died. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, that that must have been a tough, a tough loss after being yeah. married. Yes, that long. Uh, yeah, and, and we were very close in our yeah. marriage. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we we hardly ever went anywhere without the other one. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how it should be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, have um, how's it been since then? Do you find yourself? Well, yeah, you know, you just gotta pick up and go on. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. uh, do the best you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's. Yeah. It's not easy. A lot of people struggle yeah, yeah, for a long uh-huh, time with yeah, that. Yeah, I knew some people that was playing the clabber over at uh, Nectivity, and uh, uh-huh. I got in with that group. And uh, and uh, the guy by that name, Larry Lewis, he run that, and he oh, was, sure. he, he's a swell guy. And, yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's uh, I think they kind of helped me bring me out of it more or less. A lot of that. Did, yeah. You know. Yeah. It seems like there are a lot of people in that group who that's have right. the same it's experience. Had, had the same. We were all in the same place. Yeah. Know? Yeah. That's nice to have that that support uh, in right. that way. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Well, you, Barney, you're one of our daily mass attendees, and uh, particularly here at Christ the King, and um, you've been coming to the school masses, which is because they're some of the only daily masses we have. And, yeah. And I'm grateful because you've jumped in and actually started to answer some questions that I asked the kids in my homily. I got carried away that day. That was great. I loved it because sometimes those kids stare at me like I have seven heads. So it's nice that uh, nice to have a little support from the adults in the conversation. Barney, you you are connected with Father uh, Bernie Bernard Reeford, yes, who was uh, born in 1885. Yes. Uh-huh, What's yeah. your relation to him? Well, he was my uncle, my, my dad's okay. brother. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he was ordained 
1911, June 10th, uh-huh. I think. Yes, uh-huh. uh, I, still got, I still got one of his uh, his uh, mask cards. Oh, wow. Well, it's a, a souvenir of, of his, you know, it says a souvenir of his first holy mass. Yeah, and uh, that was on June 18th, I think. Yeah, yes, 1911. 1911. Ordained, it says here, on June the 10th of 1911. Wow. So, so uh, what, seven, eight days after he got ordained, he said his first man. Yeah. That holy card's in pretty good shape for being 110 yes, it is. years uh, old. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's unbelievable. <laughs> wow. And so because of that, you and I are connected uh, because... Uh, he was given a chalice uh, right. at his... His, his grand, my grandparents, his parents bought him a chalice. Uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, and so he used that for the entirety of his priesthood. And, uh, he died... In 48. Fa- in 48. Fairly yeah. young. Yeah, um, he was, uh, yeah. Yeah. He was, he was kind of obese, you might say. Uh, okay. Pretty <laughs> okay. And, and, I, I, and I don't think he ate too well, you know, yeah. I mean, and, and he had some heart problems. Heart problems, so, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. so. it was a surprise. I saw the, yeah. the article uh-huh. about his death, and yeah. it was mm-hmm. a surprise. So because of his death, he, uh, he was at St. Boniface at the time. Yes. Uh-huh. And so the chalice stayed at St. Boniface. Uh, and Father Bosnagel used it there mm-hmm. at St. Boniface. He was uh, the pastor yeah. there. And and then in 1950, Father Daywig uh, was ordained. Yes. Uh-huh. And Father Bosnagel gave uh, Father Reedford's chalice to Father Daywig. Uh-huh. And Father Daywig used it throughout uh, yeah. his priesthood yeah. um, until he died in 2002. Uh-huh. Um, and then, uh, of course, Father Daywig was the pastor of Sacred Heart uh-huh. when I was growing up, and uh, he was one of the major influences of my uh-huh. of my vocation. And and so he said before he died, he uh, he said, "I want you to have my chalice." Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Uh-huh. And so that chalice I still use today. I use it particularly at, at Holy Spirit. We we uh, I keep it over there and. So this June, it will celebrate its 110th birthday, right. uh-huh. yeah. which is really unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, just think of all the masses that were celebrated with that chalice, <laughs> all the yeah. people that, you yeah. know, were, oh, it's just, it's wild. Yeah. It's wild. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Did, did you remember that story or did you, did you oh, know? Oh, yes. Okay. I, remember, I, I was a freshman in high school when, when he died, yes. Okay. And my dad was administrator of his estate. When, when, oh, okay. And uh, he, uh, they, they got, uh, and he, he got his uh, brother and his sister and them together and, and uh, asked him if it was okay to yeah. give it to father or if they had any other, mm-hmm. somebody else that they wanted, right. you know, in mind. And uh, they all agreed on, on Father Day week. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Well, I know he took great care of it, and yeah. uh, and uh, he was such a such a, a great priest, and and um, uh, it's just it's amazing to me these connections, you know, uh-huh. yeah. uh, in 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 the church, and uh, what a gift, you know, what a gift the priesthood is, and and what a gift uh, family is, and it's just, yeah, yeah it's amazing how these things yeah. come on through yeah. history. So when did you uh, when did you join the parish at Christ the King? Uh, we came here in, in 1966. Okay. Yeah. It'd okay. be like 50. It'll be, I think, in April, I think we come over here. Okay. Because my oldest son was, uh, we, we had, was renting a house over on the north side of town, and, and he was in uh, uh, kindergarten over there. Okay. And uh, he only had a, a couple 
a, a couple weeks or a, I don't think maybe a month lived uh, in kindergarten. Yeah. And my wife was taking him back and forth to, uh, to, to, to kindergarten. And, and the teacher finally said, she said, well, you, you don't have to bring him anymore because they let him off for a couple weeks yeah. early. So, so we didn't have to drive back and forth. Yeah. Sounds like maybe they were happy to get rid of him. I I think, maybe I, he was I, a- yeah, I think so too. <laughs> We don't have kindergartners like that anymore, but back in the day, there used to be some rough ones. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. So 1966. We first got married. We, we lived up here, up around Chicago, in East Chicago, Indiana. Okay. And uh, the two of the boys were, were uh, born up there. Okay. And then we moved back down here in 63, and we, okay. we, we uh, ran that house over there. Mm-hmm. We were trying to decide, decide. We couldn't decide which side of town to live yeah. on. You know, we were feeling it out. You know, it's, it's a big decision. That's right. <laughs> it's a different culture. That's you know. right. <laughs> nice. Uh, wow, so you've you been here since 66. So what kind of things were you involved in here at the parish over the years? Well, I was involved in, in the men's club mm-hmm. and uh, quite a bit. And, yeah. uh, and I, was, I was president of the men's club oh, uh, well. one term, one, one year. That's all they let you be in yeah. one year. <laughs> and, uh, but my wife was probably more involved than I was. She was... Yeah. Uh, she she ran for the school board uh, when the kids were in school and uh, and for one term and then she got out and she always thought she might have been a, a little bit biased since she had kids in school so she ran again after the kids got out of school. Oh, okay. She thought maybe I guess square things off. <laughs> and, uh, a then, bit more objective, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, then she, then she also was on the parish council one time too. So yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, that's great. Wow. It's always good to see you around. And, and uh, I think, um, you know, when I, I think about young people today and, yeah. and even uh, some middle-aged families, I think, you know, if, if, if we could look to people in your generation to help us to understand what it means to be faithful and to be committed, um, what a difference it would make in our parish. So, yeah. so I'm grateful for your witness, yeah. uh, grateful for your willingness to come in today and have this conversation. Yeah. We appreciate it. Yeah. So thanks for asking me about it. All right. Thanks, Bernie. Thanks for spending time with us. Join us again next week right here on Annunciation Parish in Real Life.